Hey guys, welcome to the Turn 30 Podcast with Mary J, where we discuss all the things life has thrown at us since turning 30. Hey guys, welcome back to the Turn 30 Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey guys, welcome back. Hey, hey. Um, So on this episode, we're gonna discuss times where we've either like just gotten in our own way or gotten in our own head, self-doubt, negative um, self-speak, and just how we've let it either manifest in our lives to date or if we're noticing now in our 30s, the impact on it and how we're dealing with it. Right. I'd say kind of, you know, what kind of brought this along? I mean happily you know things are opening back up hopefully everybody's staying safe out here you know i know we have to be back outside but uh (laughs) um (laughs) hopefully returning to some state of like normalcy it's kind of like looking back on the year and everything that we have just kind of gone through collectively but i know for me myself well one during the pandemic i had some type of normalcy because i was able to leave the house get dressed and go to work so thankfully i know some people were really struggling with being at home i think that gave me like a, a steady routine but mm-hmm. a part of me was like wishing i was home sometimes wishing i didn't have to commute still wishing that like maybe i had like you know i could be working from home so maybe i can have a lunch in like my backyard on like a nice sunny day or just when i'd see people like riding bikes with their kids in the morning like i just a part of me was just like envious that I started like just getting into like pandemic talk, I guess, or like, oh, now that we have a little bit more quiet time or downtime, like you should be able to get all this done. Like I hate this stuff on social media. I don't know about you in terms of like, you didn't start a business, get another degree and stack your money in this pandemic. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. There's no way to do a pandemic wrong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm sorry. That was not my focus um, during this past year or so. Uh, I was trying to stay afloat. Start a business. Trying to stay alive. I'm trying to survive my current business. You know, I start a business. Like I get it with the entrepreneurship. Like you know, hey, hey, yeah. we got this podcast going, but it, it took a toll on me a little bit. Just some of that. Like I didn't really. I know more people took a toll. Like I said, with with virtual schooling or just shift in dynamic in their household. Yeah. Um, and possibly being a little bit more isolated from family. That got me too because my family's big, but more what took a toll on me was like productivity I just felt like I do have more hours in a day that's what we kind of wished for right like if I had more time I'd do this or whatever I just really got into my own head and started doubting myself where it's like would you really do this if you had more time because you have it you know so I started getting in my own Mm. own head oh don't call me out like that (laughs) oh I got shot I just caught a stray because that's definitely me like time mama time was not the issue that was that was, that was not the issue because you're sitting here taking a nap and um you could definitely be doing something productive but yeah I don't know I, I guess you know I'm just I'm I'm trying to get out of the negative self-speak and more into the positive like you know now that I want to take naps it's like you know what you didn't used to now you're a little refreshed now you're making time for self-care look at it that way not you know you just spent two hours and yes people be like two hours not a nap that's full on sleep that's a nap for me we're gonna have to talk about my nap standards but mm-hmm. um <laughs> that's my standard as well so <laughs> don't Weird. worry I'm not judging I'm not judging whatsoever that's my but, basic level yeah. yeah I let myself get such into like this big sunken place in a sense and like doubting myself and and just I don't know, just envisioning like the grass really is greener on the other side, or I could be doing so much more that I am being very intentional now to just be more positive. You know, there's always two sides to something. So find the positive side. Yeah, I think, um, I I mean, I definitely agree that it was difficult to just kind of see. And I guess that's one of the like negative the negatives of like social media is like obviously everyone projects their best selves and you know you can kind of create this false world on social media but definitely like llc twitter um (laughs) you know small business instagram and just the whole like pushing of If you're not doing this, then what do you do? If you haven't learned a new skill in quarantine, what have you been doing? If you didn't 
go back to school, you know, like all these pressures of, of, like you said, productivity or, you know, changing your life in some grand way, then somehow, you know, your time was misspent or whatever during this lockdown quarantine period. And I think for myself, quarantine was, I mean, I'm naturally a very like introverted homebody type of person. So the social aspect of it wasn't really that difficult for me. It was more so like being at home and just having to like sit with myself more than I would because normally I'm on the go. I'm commuting to work. I'm, you know, I'm running around. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. There's activities. There's always things going on. So just like having like this like quiet time that I just was not used to having and just like having to like reflect and think. That was probably the hardest part for me because there was a lot of judgment and a lot of me being hard on myself. Like, wow, like this is your second nap today. (laughs) Or like, (laughs) wow, you really could be doing this. Like, why don't you pick up a book? Why don't you do this? Why you've always complained that like you wanted to be more active with your son or do more with your son. Like, why are you on your phone? You know, why are you not outside? Why are you not cooking more? Why are you not like all these things that I guess I was like telling myself over the years as to why I wasn't doing them. And I realized like, this was harder for me than I thought. And I, like my mind was tired. It wasn't really like physical thing. I was just like drained. This pandemic was just raining because on top of you're isolated, you're quarantined. This is a health crisis. This is, you know, people are dying all around you. There's also social unrest happening in the background. There's Black men and women being killed and slaughtered. And that takes a toll. Like all of it was just so draining that like, I couldn't even muster the energy most days to be productive yeah so it was like okay I'm being hard on myself but honestly I'm just trying to like push through (laughs) I'm just trying to like get through this and get my family through this healthy and just make it to the other side yeah it's like you're waking up every day in a state a literal state of I don't know that's what like between health officials and like nobody knows what tomorrow what's happening tomorrow yet you magically want all this like task list or whatever and it's like you literally don't know so let's exactly like you said let's just a day at a time and let's just push through and just be happy that whatever x y and z because literally you wake up tomorrow and it might be a different story or just a different set of like recommendations restrictions just whatever so it was just like this seesaw it's like putting all this like pressure because i agree where you like okay, you said if you had time to do this, you would have, or you said if this wasn't in the way you would have, or if your commute was better, because I had started a job right before the pandemic. And then, you know, I was like half working from home and half going in. Then because I wanted to keep my like day to day and dress myself up and stuff like that, I was like, let me just go in full time, like to the office, because I, you know, I, I wanted to do that for my own peace of mind. But then it was like everything that I said, like, oh, I wish I could do or this will be better for me so that I can achieve all these other stuff that might be on like a vision board. But then it was like, okay, it's three weeks later. You haven't even like moved half an inch towards that goal Mm -hmm. where you had to give yourself just like, you know what, like literally what you said, we're in the middle of pushing through and we're in the middle in a bunch of like, I don't know. So it's okay if your life feels like a big question mark right now, because literally we are living in a question mark literally right at the start of the pandemic um I had just come back right when everything was happening that's why I always remember the official date of like when things had stopped um where we are location wise I had just come back three days prior from uh, um a, a quick last minute girl's trip like I was stressed my girlfriend was stressed from college we decided to just get away um mm-hmm. and then coming back when it was just like people masked up in the airport like 
we had planned the trip and then like the weekend before jobs were starting to be like if people are traveling and get sick like you'd be out on your own unpaid pt you know what i mean it was like reconsider travel and i was like reconsider these nuts like i am stressed and i'm going we went and i mean we're so both of us we, i remember by like time by the time june hit because this was in march where we went by the time june hit we were so thankful that we decided not to cancel because we were on that fence and we were so thankful because it was just something that we were able to hold on to um, when you're not able to do anything else. But like, I remember taking that trip and because what I was like stressed about, it was like, okay, I'm gonna come back from the trip and all the things that were like stressing me and all the things that I was like self-doubt about, I'm just gonna go for it. I am, this year is about me, 2020, like mm. new year, new me, I was- vision you know, at that point, like we were officially deciding that we were going to file for divorce. So then we had to decide about the house. So I was like, okay, springtime's coming. Let's put it in, put it up on the market, get ahead of some of the competition. That was like our goal for this spring already been like separated for over a year. And I had tried summer of 2019 to maybe see how I felt about getting back out there, but I just was not ready. Physically. I wasn't ready. Mentally. I wasn't ready. Emotionally. I just was not available in that mindset. Mm -hmm. like after the holidays like new year's happened i remember like february i was just like nah like i'm ready like i'm ready <laughs> i am deserving i know my worth like i am ready um so the all freedom these dress things, off. <laughs> we're getting ready okay that went to body and then i mean there were a couple of things that i wanted to like consider getting a degree so there was all these things i was lining up for 2020 that i was like okay this mm -hmm. is what i'm gonna do in the spring this is what's gonna happen in the summer hopefully you know the house sales and all this stuff so that way by the fall start school do all this stuff right then it's like skirt detour we're in a pandemic everything shut down delays on putting the house up so then it was like a fight because i'm also like lining up fine you know you're being financially responsible like this is what i'm mm -hmm. gonna do this is how i'm gonna allocate for this this is how i'm gonna whatever literally like being like just detoured and just stop it took such because it was one of those things of like i'm finally ready and i felt like held back you know, when I reflected back on it, like later on in the year, um, by the, like towards the end of 2020 and kind of realizing that, you know, COVID's not going anywhere that I was just like, you know what? Yeah. You could say that 2020 held you back a little bit, but be honest with yourself that you also held yourself back. You let prior to the pandemic self-doubt or just you saying like prep, right? You have to like take all these prep steps before you actually go for it. So I'm a person that like is a dweller or I'm so self-conscious that I want it to be, I'm not a perfectionist, but like, I just want it to be X, Y, and Z way or steps are in a certain order before I even like go for something. Sometimes you just have to just take that leap of faith. Like I'm not a person that's like taking leaps. I am a, mm. let's cautiously like work with this puddle here. What do you mean take a leap? Yeah. Um, yeah. Literally 2020 taught you that you just kind of have to go with the flow and you just have to push through. So uh -huh. it put me in a big funk because I was like, you're finally ready and you can't do X, Y, and Z. Then I got in the secondary funk of, well, this is your fault. You waited this long. You know what I mean? So I just was not in a good mind and, you know, mental space that I was like, if I keep letting myself go down this route of self doubt or just talking down to myself or saying you deserve what you're getting, what's being served to you right now. If that's the energy I'm putting out for myself, of course, that's the energy I'm going to get. So I was like making right. a conscious effort to just turn that around and then being a little bit more positive and just finding like, okay, how can we get through this? How can we, you know, detours exist for a reason. It's there's different ways to get to your destination. Okay. You thought you were going to take this way, but roads closed and you got a detour, but that doesn't mean you won't get there. So it exactly. took me a while to get to this, you know, headspace and, and realizing that I, I need to give myself some room, but that's where 2020 isolation took me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I totally yeah. understand yeah. that. Dating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally understand that whole, like, like the being, paralyzed by your fears and it basically causing you to be stagnant and yeah. not feeling like you can move which away you know and, and how that kind of like shows up for you I know for myself like there's been se well several times in in the past couple of years where there's things that I've wanted to do maybe like professionally that 
I'm the only reason why, like literally the only reason why they haven't happened. I'm qualified. People have been there to back me up. People have been there to say like, if you need a reference, if you need, you know, connections, I got you, like anything. And literally I have been the only person standing in my own way. And it is that what you said, that negative self-talk and speaking down to yourself and basically talking yourself out of a good thing. Mm. Because to you, you don't feel worthy or you don't feel like you're deserving of better. Even if all things are pointing in that direction or no, ma- you know, no matter how many people tell you that this is something you can do or something you're capable of, or no matter how much your track record um, has shown, your resume has shown that you can take it on, you are the person saying like, no, what, what makes you think that you're qualified? What makes you think that, you know, someone with your experience should be in this leadership position? What makes you think that people will listen to you? What makes you think that you should be paid this. You know, when I have these instances where that occurs, it is so disheartening <laughs> to look back at what could be and what could have been the what ifs if I just oh, let gosh. if I just let myself take a chance. If mm. I just on myself it's not even like I'm gambling on somebody I don't know. It's like, it's you, like, you know, yeah, you. So like, it, yeah. I mean, I try not to like dwell on it and harbor like, damn, you really dropped the ball there. But yeah. do you feel like now in your thirties is getting a little bit better? It's getting worse. Like for instance, even just saying that, right. Like whether gambling on yourself or feeling that you're deserving, probably in our 20s, one, because it's like, you'll take any kind of thing or entry level or you want to move mm-hmm. up. So you have that competitive rigor or you just have that impulse to go for it. And it's like, what's the worst that can happen? They say, no, it's like you dress up or you go for the interview, you sell yourself in a sense. You say, this is my resume. This is what I can bring to the table. This is how I find myself to be an asset, right? Like you truly believe how you can be an asset. And if it doesn't pan out, it doesn't pan out, but you took a chance to then mm-hmm. starting to like playing it safe or not even taking chances, letting the what ifs weigh you down to the point that maybe the moment passes, like that that position is no longer posted for. And you're like, oh, well, you know what I mean? Like that, that yeah. that's what's happening to me. It's like, I've, I've like succumbed a little bit to like what ifs or I'm moving slower instead of like with a competitive kind of like, you got this, that like sometimes moments just pass, opportunities pass. Yeah. I think gotten worse as I've gotten older because I feel like more is at stake with gambling because now it's like, it's not just me. Like I have a whole ass family. Um, You know, you're trying to acquire assets. You're trying to like plan your life and stuff. So I'm like, if I don't feel like a thousand percent sure that it's going to pan out, I don't know if I'm going to put myself out there. I don't know. I don't know. Like, if that's why not? Thing, like, but. how does it affect like your, it's one thing if it's like, oh, if I put myself out there, I'm like taking a pay cut or, you know, I'm freelance, you know, it's like a dramatic shift to like your responsibilities versus yeah. like literally applying for like a leadership position or why not? I'm right with you. I, my answer also was that it's gotten worse. I don't want you to feel like I got it all figured out or I'm realizing like I, it's definitely gotten worse for me. Like, yeah, I honestly, I don't know. I just, I just feel so much more pressure. I just think that I will always like for every pro, my mind can always come up with an additional five cons. Mm. Like, I feel like I can just, and that is, I guess, part of that negative mindset, my negative speaking that I am trying to break free from. Because if I tell myself like, oh, this job says you only need five years of experience and you have 10. I mean, that's already like, you know, two steps ahead of the game. Yeah. My mind will be right there 
with like the counter argument to say, yeah, but are you even <laughs> really like experiencing this specific skill set or like, yeah, but you be bullshitting at work. Like, are you actually like <laughs> doing this job title or like, I know you think that just because you got a advanced de- degree and you have your MBA, you know, that you have a pretty good grasp of X, Y, and Z. But remember when you, you were in grad school, like it's been like six years now, like it's not as fresh in your mind. Like there's just always something. There's just always something. I think now I just feel like, you know what? You're right. Because <laughs> only all I need is to just hear like one no. And I'll be like, all right, you right. You right. Let me, let me just go back to the rivers and lakes that I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, go to this reliable check that I know. That's what I was just about to say. I think I end up giving into like what's comfortable. Not necessarily like, yeah, not necessarily like that it's easy. It's just like what's comfortable and what's already known. Yeah, Yeah. I might leave this job every day saying I hate, I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to put in my two weeks. But at least I know what to expect day to day when I walk in the door. You're taking a new venture. It's like new work, family, or even if it's a promotion in the same company, it's like, okay, but new duties. I got to be in different meetings. I got to be, I got to speak to different people. I have like, now I got to work with like revenue and all this other stuff that it's like, wait a minute, you want my mind to do what now? You know what I mean? And that's the point is like upward mobility and expanding your mind. But then you're like, mm. just like you said, like, complacent. I just, you I'm just complacent. here to come and do what I do so I can go home and, and, and do my, you know, take my risks outside. You know what I mean? Like have a good time with fam. I don't, so I think I'm not trying you know, to stress myself. <laughs> yeah. I think you've given the comfort. I, I definitely give it to like comfort. what's comfort. And yeah. Yeah. I there was one time, literally one time, where I was like, I threw caution to the wind because I was just fed up. I was so complacent at my job. And I ended up changing jobs and going to this new firm it seemed so amazing great opportunity ended up being total bullshit (laughs) and literally like I mean it was a blessing in disguise but it was one of the worst moves for me mentally it was just like such a stressful it was just a stressful time Mm -hmm. the job ended up being like nothing that was advertised like it was just one of those like okay clearly I put my best foot forward in the interview and y'all did the same like you know how you'd be like yeah oh you know like over exaggerating your skill set and stuff and interviewing like clearly y'all overhyped the company as well (laughs) and the position because we both sold each other dreams and I only ended up being there for like a year and a half maybe even if that maybe less than that and that's totally like discouraged me yeah totally discouraged because I was like damn this was the one time that I was like you know what no like you deserve this you deserve to be paid more you deserve to take this next step in your career and I pushed it all out of my mind like nah I'm not I need I need this I need this for it to like flop like that I was like you know what Listen, let me just do what I do, how I do it, and be happy with that. Expect the expected and just live this happy life that I I hear you. I mean, I'm I'm getting better at being positive about certain things or just realizing life goes on and join the show. You can't just sit here on pause you know, and life is happening around you. You have to push through, you know, as we were saying. But for me, it's one thing to be like comfortable. It's one thing for reliable. It's one thing for feeling safe and secure. Mm -hmm. But when it starts to lead to you being stagnant or not being in the best conditions that serve you like the conditions that you deserve Mm -hmm. I think that's when like you toy with the line a little bit like for instance similar situation it's so funny that you said that especially that about it being a year if even like right before the pandemic so a December of 2019 
I got a call and I got like a job offer, I guess, if you want to call it. Like I didn't apply, you know, I was like asking, I was getting recruited. Someone had just an old coworker of mine was like, you know, there's this position that we'd like to open up. We'd like to recruit you. I think you'd be great. Blah, 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 blah. So they like explained it to me. I waited. I was like, mm. and I didn't necessarily throw caution to the wind. It was just the fact that it was outside of my comfort zone. So part of me was proud of myself for stepping outside of my comfort zone. Cause I was like, what you're saying is nothing as to what I've been doing, but I took it as an opportunity for growth. I mm-hmm. weighed the pros and cons. I did make a responsible decision. I didn't just like up and jump and leave my company. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like better pay. The commute was going to be much better. I was going to like gain like five hours in my day just between like the to and from. So the wow. commute was going to be better. The pay was going to be better. I can make my own hours. Uh, like, so there were all these things that just, you know, dangled and it just looked good. And it also pushed me outside of my comfort zone because it was in a different sector than I was used to not even three months in and I hated it now granted by the time I started so they offered me the position they called me up in December by the time like we kind of talked about it and ironed it out and I was like listen like this is where I'm at if you're willing to match it or more blah blah blah, blah. I had learned the art of negotiation pat on the back you know and that aspect of like you know what I am you know a decade into like a career like I know my worth I know what I can bring to the table yes I did not apply. You're recruiting me. If you're going to recruit me, recruit me properly. So, um, you know, between the negotiations and things like that, then the holidays came. So between by everything I said, I knew I had my vacation that I mentioned. Um, by the time they called me in like February, I was like, mm, well, I already planned my little girl's trip. So you're going to see me after. Mm-hmm. Boom. Literally my first week pandemic happened. And where I like freaked out where I'm like, damn, am I going to get like furloughed or something? Because I'm technically like a new hire I'm literally a week into my training who's gonna waste and bother time no they mm-hmm. actually kept me on so that was like great that I had stability mm-hmm. but literally like I got kept on so that other people could like escape the office it was like oh yeah let that person come into the office and get some exposure risk we can go like you know and be MIA so then it was like literally running an office of like wait a minute first of all that wasn't even my job description that's not what I was hired for now I magically me. just, Excuse you know, supposed to be an office of like 70 to 20 people. There's only three people here. Like <laughs> how is only three people here when I walk in a day and I don't know where things are. So it was like, it was a very big learning curve. It, it, it made me feel good about like, damn, like you did that. Like, you know, I put like certain policies and procedures in place. And it was like, we had to do like all this, like clearly like preparedness. Nobody was prepared for this of like shifting how we're going to work, how we're going to still bring in revenue so that we don't have to shut down, transitioning to more virtual consultations and things like that. So whatever. In that regard, I felt great about myself, but I just kept on, I just was like, not, I was at that point that I'd rather not be working and having to struggle than have to come to this job. Mm-hmm. And I think by that point where I was like miserable, barely six months in. So then when the fall hit and it's like, okay, bringing people back into the office now. Okay. We realize that COVID's not going anywhere. So we just have to work around it. We have to yada, yada. <sighs> Yeah, no. By like October, November, it was like a struggle. And the biggest, the only reason why I was still there and I didn't want to put in my notice, I because I didn't want to feel like a failure. I was like six months, like you can't make it. Like it's six months. You can't just like see, maybe you just have to just, maybe it's just like the early stages and and you just have to like work it out and get Mm -hmm. used to it, get used to the fold. You're in a new dynamic and it was a year full of like stress. So don't let that, you know, you didn't meet the company at its best. Like just give it some time. Now that people are returning back to people returning to the office and it was worse. I'm like, go back, go back. I just want the same three people that's been here. I'm not used to you. No new friends. I already (laughs) half hated this office. Now you're bringing everybody back that I don't know and making me hate it even more. I, I was struggling. Then I started telling myself, okay, I gave myself like a six month, like, let's see, let's see how you are in three months. And I even spoken to management that I was just like, I don't see myself here long-term as much as I thought. I thought I'd be here at least three years because I had wanted to go back to school and this was going to be the opportunity because I was going back to a company that had higher learning, you know, higher education uh, opportunities and reimbursement and whatever, and they'd pay for things. So I was like, so mm-hmm. again, made a responsible decision. I'm like, you want to go back to school? Boom, this job just fell in your lap that might pay for it. So to have to possibly leave that when in my mind, I legit had like a two to three year plan. I was like, even if it's just not what you want, if you could stick it out for three years, this will be yeah. so much better because you're saving so much. I had done the savings from like commuting, eating out. Cause when I was working more in the city compared to like, now I'm working like in the suburbs and I'd be able to like meal prep and blah, blah, blah. So I had all these like visions and to see it fumbling within three to six months, it was the biggest kick to the gut and then yeah I like to be like okay that was the whole point you're stepping outside of your comfort zone 
and now you're like shrinking yourself in a corner like you know rather than just sucking it up and then a part of me was like I don't I shouldn't have to suck it up like I'm not mm-hmm. I, I deserve to be happy so I was like having right. constant conflict but that time like that that like six months I was like all right just make it to a year at least if you make it to your year it won't sound as bad that like you left a job or whatever especially because I had left the job that I I left the job prior that I left to to come to this one I did love what I was doing it was just starting to get just just some day-to-day like issues whatever we were having some shifts um in like leadership and it was more so the commute that was starting to get to me so that's why I said I waited and I was like you know what you're already kind of getting a little stressed with the shifts in leadership and you're getting stressed with the commute this maybe you know God is opening new doors for you and for it not to work out I just was like oh my God, like you left a place where you had, you know, you were like vested in the company a little bit and things like that. But I was just like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, um, that buyer's remorse. Yeah. And I kept telling myself, all right, three months. In three months, reevaluate it. If it doesn't get better, at least then you can give your notice and know that, you know, you'll give like an extended notice, like for like four, you know, four to six weeks while you look for something and yada, yada. I didn't even make it to like one month in my three month marker by December I put in my notice they were having such a high turnover that you know I put in like a loose notice I put in my notice and told them that I'd be gone like mid-February because I still had wanted to give myself a year mm-hmm. or just shy of a year because I started in March but yeah I think my last day was February 5th of 2021 that I'm just like <laughs> that was like months ago but I'm saying all that to say sometimes that long way like, like okay I went back to what was comfortable rather than saying, you know what, I'm free. I know what I don't want. I know what I deserve from a company. Take this time out. Cause I had said, oh, this will be perfect. I'll take like just some time off. You know, 2020 f- helped us, some people at least, hopefully financially being able to save because you weren't spending on things that you normally did. You didn't travel like you normally did. So certain things that I would do for like leisure, I didn't do. So like my leisure funds, I'd never used. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, you have a little bit of a cushion. You could, in a sense, like, take it off for like one to three months just have all that time that you said you wish you had you see people like roller skating and getting back to like because you're forced to do outdoor stuff right because inside right. you know activities were closed and people were just getting very creative that's what was getting to me it was like social media I was like oh my god everybody's getting creative without me everybody's you know all this like roller skating and double dutch yeah. I was like I the want roller skating I was super <laughs> jelly I was I was I was um and I was like you know what this is this is you said you wanted that time you know take that time within a month of me leaving that job I went back to my old job I went back part-time I guess that was my way of saying that I'm doing it my way and it's under my terms I don't have to work here full-time I went back to what I knew I went back to what was comfortable a company I already knew yeah and then I'm thinking like, and you're trying to dress it up. And where people were like, I thought you hated it. I hated it. But I thought you left that job for a reason. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm only back part-time and I get to work during the week from home. I only have to go in the office. To, you know, I'm like making excuses where I'm dressing it up just like you would. That's The whole point so is like when you're somewhere that's not for you fully, mm-hmm. that you have to dress it up to make an excuse as to why you're still here, whether it's a relationship that you should no longer be in, a job that's no longer serving you, but it's like, mm-hmm. well, it's giving me the potential for this. Well, you literally have mm-hmm. to like sell your own self on the life that you're living versus your life speaking for itself. You waking up out of bed yeah. for this life that I'm like, damn, that's my life. You go, girl. That's my life. It's like, <laughs> all right, life, what are we doing today again? <laughs> yeah, like, oh. And then you're just like walking through the motions anyway. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this feels yeah. familiar. That's so funny because I did the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> did you really? I went back to my old job and I was just like, eh, it's me. Um, I mean, the timing worked out that they just happened to like have that a big job up with that hey, big head. Yep, we like mutually hit each other, like, so what you been doing during the breakup? Oh, oh, you haven't, you're not seeing anybody, me either. Um, maybe we should meet up for lunch. And yeah, that was pretty much exactly what happened. So that is very funny. Um, that you said that you say that. The only difference is when I went back, I had like a newfound appreciation for the familiar. Like I was like, you know what? 
when I left the job, I was not a mom. When okay. I went back, I had my son. So I was like, you know what? I don't mind that this job is not super stimulating. I don't mind that it's not high paced and you know that because that was what I was looking for when I left I was just like oh I just had this vision of me just being like this I don't know like this like <laughs> high powered woman and just like always on the go 24 7 cell phone access I don't know watching too much like sex in the yeah. city type stuff <laughs> but yeah and then I was like you know what actually I don't mind this for my peace of mind I actually appreciate this. Like I'm in a different space now and I'm in like a different world. Like I'm in mom land now. I was going to say you're high powered <laughs> in mom land. Like, yeah. You know what I so mean? I like, like things that you probably didn't do before with like being conscious about the foods that you're consuming, things like that, that takes effort and it takes money. Like that prepping and that organic, that healthy lifestyle, it takes consistency and it takes effort and it takes energy. So you're just channeling that. your energy and being high powered in a different role. All of that. Exactly. So like a positive you, I'll be talking about. You got to just find a positive yeah. friend. Listen, <laughs> that's so true. And, and, and that was like the, that like optimism and like positive speaking that like I'm still trying to like familiarize myself with but I you know I, I was able to and that was I went back maybe that was maybe five months before the pandemic so it was like just in the nick of time because if I was still at my old job this pandemic would have been a totally different <laughs> experience mm -hmm. and so I guess using that job maybe as an example, but I want to kind of broaden it out um, with this question. The disappointment of I did something that didn't work out or I took a risk with someone and it didn't work out or just the idea of things not panning out the way that you want them to. How do you handle that? How do you deal with those disappointments those letdowns I I'm not all the way sure I think this is something that like it's funny that <laughs> that's where you let it because it's something that I'm currently trying to deal with I think the first part of it was the way I dealt with it was probably not in a good way it was in a negative mm. way where it started to make me doubt my my ability to make good decisions I felt like what did you throw yourself into or look what you got yourself into? Like, so my ability to use my own judgment or taking a risk with someone or taking a risk on a job and it like flopping rather than me saying, like me thinking like, okay, I applied myself. At least I applied myself. It was a, uh, you big dummy. Like, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it just, it just started, I was internalizing it so badly to the point that I stopped applying myself that it was like, and that's what I meant more so when we talk about doing what's comfortable, mm -hmm. where it's more of a, it may not be comfort versus paralyzed. Like I'm in park, cars turn off, I'm not even trying kind of thing mm. versus like there's familiar and there's nothing wrong with familiar. There's nothing wrong with stability. There's nothing wrong with feeling. You should feel secure. You should feel safe in your decisions. I think there's nothing wrong with familiar it's when you dial yourself down to doing what's just constantly easy or what doesn't require effort if that makes sense so it's like mm -hmm. just because I'm doing something yes. familiar doesn't mean yes. that I'm not putting my best foot forward just because I'm doing this familiar doesn't mean that I am not like gaining from this and learning from this and I'm, and I'm not growing it's just that it's familiar and that's my preference to be in a familiar setting you know what I mean there are some people that prefer to date within a culture that they know like you know because we know that in our household food religion all these things are not going to be constant conflicts that we can grow together versus like you know antagonizing each other so that's when we say like familiar in the good way but then when if you're not putting like if you're not putting any effort or putting your foot forward and you let it paralyze you and that's what I was doing so that's why I was saying I don't know if I was handling it because I was letting the disappointment paralyze me because I stopped applying myself now I'm just trying to do more of like finding the root of it, I guess, and trying to heal where it's like, 
well, why are you even disappointed? Or why did you let like, not that I set an expectation, but in my mind, it was supposed to go a certain way. And maybe I didn't give wiggle room or flexibility or it had to be that way. Okay, well, why does it have to be that way? Why does it have to be controlled in X, Y, and Z way? So I think a lot of it is more so just trying to find why I'm disappointed from it. If that makes sense, like, okay, that person did this. Why are you letting it weigh on you? Okay, your job passed you over for that. Why are you letting that dial you down or make you make you doubt your worth? And so now I'm just more so like, okay, why are you why are you disappointed? I'm 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 that's how I'm handling. It. I'm trying to figure out why I'm even like bothered. And it's a current work in progress. So I don't really know if that's the best way of handling it. I may need to stop trying to work in progress solo and get some um, assistance in therapizing mm-hmm. my disappointments. <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you think that, like, does it hit different when your expectation is the disappointment and it actually lives up to? what you expected like let's say you know a friend or like a partner or someone you're dating whatever they let you down or they break your trust but you already in the back of your mind already felt like that's something they would do and they do it does that hurt more does that change your reaction in any way or you pretty much handle it the same way as you would if it was unexpected. I, I don't know. If I, I, I don't handle it the same way because like if I was kind of red flagged or expecting it and like you do let me down, like, you know, if I give it a chance, if I give it another chance or if I extend that and you let me down, I get more upset and I'm probably like, see, this is what I'm always talking about, or I just knew you weren't going to do it, or mm-hmm. I can do it myself. That's what I was more so of. Like, I, I don't ask for help because I'm like, yeah, me too. I just do it myself. Like, I don't have time for that. I don't have time to like expect something from someone or be disappointed by the outcome rather than saying, well, the person tried, they just maybe didn't do it how you wanted to do it. No, like I said, I wanted it like blah, blah, blah. Like we were supposed to meet and do this. We were supposed to like plan it this way. So I was obviously <laughs> more upset if it went down the negative route as possibly expected versus like oh this is an unforeseen kind of thing it's unforeseen it's just like all right well shit we gotta deal with this um versus like I just knew I couldn't because then you know what that ends up leading was that I just knew I couldn't trust you to x y and z so mm-hmm. then it reinforces, it reinforces yeah. your walls that you have up. It reinforces right. your inability to trust. It reinforces poor communication. It reinforces playing games. What you're doing is playing games. Like you maybe set that person up for failure sometimes, or you set your own self up for like a particular outcome because you just quote unquote, like expected it. So you're not setting yourself to get more, to deserve more. You're not setting yourself up to grow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you potentially thought you were going to be limited or let down, why are you still, why are you still in a cesspool of letting down? Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it, that's just where it was. It was like, okay, this is why I don't trust. This is why I don't ask for help. This is why I just rely on me, me, me. It's getting nowhere with that mentality. So it's just disappointment is something that I'm like, I'm really, because even just not even being disappointed with others, like turning 30 was like, if it was self-disappointment, it was just like, again, it's like, you've been working how many years and you just thought like you'd be set up a certain way by now, like vacation home, like what is the trajectory when you, especially when you don't see it like anywhere in sight Mm -hmm. that it's just like, what have you been doing all these years? You know what I mean? You see somebody else who has like a whole like business going plus kids, whatever, you know, and you're just like, what have you been doing? So I, spent like it was like disappointment with self first let alone like disappointment with others but I think a lot of it has to do with trust and 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 feeling worth you know what I mean and and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so that's where I'm at in my stage of trying to speak you know goodness over my life and 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 just believing in myself and and putting myself out there what about you I mean, I was just nodding along because <laughs> uh, I just wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. 
it definitely hits different when the disappointment is expected and the person or the situation lives up to that dark thought that you had because like you said it reinforces whatever you've been telling yourself it reinforces kind of that rabbit hole that your mind goes down like see that's why we never should have been mm-hmm. you know doing x y and z and like see that's why you need to just keep to yourself that's why you need to just you know stop di- trying to date you need to just you know whatever it is that you're that you're negatively telling yourself so like I definitely just I just agree with everything that yeah. you said and and it it's just more hurtful um for me like it is just more hurtful because it's like wow like I thought this and then I went against my own mind and then you went and did exactly what I initially thought you were gonna do yeah. and that definitely stays that constant disappointment that constant feeling like a failure like this failed you know what I mean I took a quote quote chance but you really that's what I'm saying when you're looking back on it did you really really? take an honest chance like no it's like I put my foot in the water but I still had like my other foot safe like on the land like on the land and I just was like teetering the wrist yeah. um jump in there but i didn't jump in yeah, yeah. i yeah um, not, I think, two feet, not two feet in. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the issue with me is that like when said disappointment or a failure moment or whatever happens it's not a, okay that happened let's figure out like what's next whatever whatever like starting to have that kind of conversation like what's next no I'm probably still on it I can't let it go I'm a dweller so I'm over here like replaying alternate ways that it could have happened how could I have avoided this you know what I mean and it's like if that's if it's going to be constructive where you're like okay how can I avoid this in the future how can I do better in the future that kind of talk is one thing but that's not the that's not the talk that I'm having with myself it's just more of a how'd you let it get like this no wonder your life is the way it is you know, what could you have done differently or whatever? And like I said, I just don't find that it pushes me to be constructive. It just mm-hmm. pulls me down that I'm like, well, this is, why, this is the way your life is the way it is. And this is why you're 30 something and without blah, blah, blah that you saw on your vision board. So that is a big pill to swallow while I was like doing it in a sense. Like, you know what I mean? It was weighing me down because I was constantly doing it, but it has been a slight breath of fresh air when I finally realized that I was doing it. Cause I didn't know, I didn't know I was doing it. Mm-hmm. So now well, you know, turn 30 and turning it up that I'm able to just be like, <laughs> why are you talking to yourself like this? Like, you know what I mean? You know how just like, if it were a stranger, you'd be like, don't talk to me like that. Like, I know what I deserve. Yeah. You really look how you talking to yourself. Yeah. Look how you're talking to yourself. So, I mean, that was a part of it. I was giving myself stale ass energy. So of course you're going to get stale energy back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the mind... Um, and that's like something I've probably since the top of this year, I've been trying to like get into, it's just like the power of the mind and your thoughts and how your mindset can alter everything really. Because those, those negative thoughts, those negative vibes, like they can bring you so much like anxiety and you sitting there dwelling and like constantly going through the what ifs and the woulda, shoulda, couldas. It will drive you crazy and you will literally oh, get awesome. nowhere because you're still focusing on the past. Exactly. And so like you cannot move forward onto exactly. what's next. So it's like what I was going to ask you too is just when you're having those mental struggles or, you know, facing any type of conflicts, like how do you deal with that? How do you handle it? Are you super defensive are you open to tough conversations you know are you reflective like what do what are you doing and this is whether it's with another or yourself I think I was a mix of defensive or just avoidant Mm, just avoid 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 avoid. keep busy distract yourself avoid 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 and if you get asked about it get defensive like yeah okay but defensive Mm -hmm. about it I'm open to tough conversations. Was I always open? Probably not. Am I currently having the tough conversations that I claim to be open? I don't think so, but I'm open to tough conversations. And I, I know that's 
a journey that I need to go through about certain things if I expect to truly get the best out of what I can bring to the table and also putting myself in the best rooms for myself. So I'm definitely open to the tough conversations now. And I think just got to figure out, you know, how to get started, I guess. Yeah. That is, I mean, it's going to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to all of you. Um, yeah. I, I mean, that is the first step. It's just you, A, you're already acknowledging like these things that you're noticing about yeah. yourself that you know needs to change. And then it's like, okay, what am I going to do about it? Is this something that I can do on my own or is this? someone needs to step in and help me with and I need to seek help from a professional is that something you're open to have you done it before like whether that be you know therapy counseling I've never whatever well I'm definitely open to it I think I said I was open to it in the past and never actually did it. I don't know, like holding myself back. I don't know if it was the stigmas or just feeling like I was going to get like labeled or mm-hmm. diagnosed, or, you know what I mean? So I just never yeah. did it in the past. Yeah. But I'll be honest, I think even though I was open to it in the past, I don't think I was in a position to like, that I was probably going to actually do the work. I think mm. I probably just would have been talking. Well, that's important. I don't know if I would have actually been doing the work to be, I think now that I am in such a reflective state in such a one, like what I see, like I actually see things for myself before it was just like day to day, you're supposed to have a career, you're supposed to whatever. Mm-hmm. I was just, you know, doing what society does. Now it's like, no, like I know what I need for my peace of mind, or I think I know what I need for my peace of mind. I know what kind of like, even just house I want to like live in my next, like, there are so many things that now I guess having that I can say I can weed out because now I know what I don't want. Like, I'm, I mean, I a hundred percent know what I want. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. I can't change my mind. I'm yeah. giving myself that room to grow, but I know for sure what I don't want. Um, so now it's just about, okay, well, how do you avoid slipping, tripping and get into that same mess? Cause you just kept doing the same thing. There are times where you have to be accountable that you were the common denominator. So as to how you got into X, Y, and Z situation, because you were not dealing or healing. So now that I know that I need that, I'm definitely open to it. Um, and something that's what I want to get into therapy. I think, again, this is part of my bad habits where it's like, you want to do all these like prep steps. I want to be in my best, you know, I want to present myself in the best way. There's no way to present yourself in the best way. That's what therapy is for. That's the whole point is like, stop trying to dress it up. Like take that, take that whole ass outfit off that you showed up in this interview with. And let's, let's really get to the nitty gritty. Like you tried to cover this blemish up, stop it. So I think I've been doing a lot of like self-seeking just to really understand a little bit so that it's like possibly identify an actual trauma on my own I think I just wanted to make sure that I was put I was throwing myself in the right avenue because I know there's different types of therapy different reasons I'm like okay is there like general or is this like you're seeking this out you know what I mean so I was like okay I need to know what I'm seeking out if that makes sense so I think that's what I meant by like prep says but now at this point it's just like you delay in the process like you can't yeah. use on your own yeah you just gotta take your ugly your ugly self in its worst <laughs> condition, drag your ass there to someone. And it is like a trial and error type of thing as far as like finding an actual therapist that sticks, um, that you connect with and you feel like you can be, you know, open with. So if you've, you've had the experience. I have, or... yes. I am a huge, huge advocate for therapy Honestly, I think everyone should go to therapy because there's just, I just think everyone has like two sides to them. You have like your, you know, your front facing self that you show to everyone that you show, you know, your friends, your family, your coworkers, whatever, whatever. But I just think there's just like this inner self that exists that some people are in tune with and that's great. Um, but I just think that we neglect so much of that inner self or there's things that you just kind of push to the back of your mind that you even forget is there that becomes part of your inner self. Like 
I just like my experiences with therapy have just been so positive because I have I have done different forms of therapy at different times in my life. You know, what when I initially decided to go to therapy, I was driven there um, because I was having a breakdown. It was anxiety induced at that time, like talking to friends, talking to people like it just was it was going nowhere and I was like all right I need somebody that can just help me sort through these emotions and I also felt like I couldn't like reveal like my truest truest self I could not really speak to what was really bothering me because I was just like you know fear of judgment fear of exposure fear of Cause a lot of stuff had to do with like my family. And I was like, damn, like, I don't want people all in my family business. Like people knew my family, you know, yeah. your friends know this. So I was like, oh, I'm not trying to put them all out there. And there was just like so much stuff that just had been built up um, over years that I didn't even know like where to even begin. And so thankfully I found a therapist. Actually I was referred to her and I was initially kind of closed off and like had the guards up and would really just sit in sessions for like the first the first like I don't know five maybe five sessions I just was kind of like I well you're supposed to know me right so what is you know whatever and it doesn't work like that (laughs) so you know once you (laughs) open up and you know, start to kind of shed the layers, shed the preconceived notions and the fears. You let therapy do its thing. And ever since I've just kind of been like, you know what? I need to go back to therapy. I need to, you know, I need to go talk to somebody. Like any, when I've had, you know, when I had my son, I I went to a therapist um, just to assist with the changes, I guess, of life. Um, and just adjusting to motherhood because it is a huge moment like in your life and then I also did um, like premarital counseling and and therapy with my uh, husband before we got married so every experience for me has been very positive and I always encourage people like just to give it a chance and be open-minded because it can just be so beneficial all these things that we discussed today and today, you know, today's episode about the way that you speak to yourself and, you know, the way that you feel about yourself, the way that you treat yourself, you know, all of that. It's good to just have someone to kind of bounce those things off of and just kind of like check in, like, I don't know if this is good or bad or am I you know, fostering a good environment for my mind. Um, yeah, so. no, I hear you. Cause I feel like it's definitely, it's an unfiltered conversation and it's getting to like, in my mind, that's what therapy is, is getting to the root of something like, yeah, I could, mm-hmm. I could acknowledge that I felt like a failure. Okay. But why? Right. Like, why are, why do you put being high powered as like doing well, like in a career or like, having this checklist done or your relationship going this way like you know what I mean the way that you would define success why like where is that rooted like where is that coming from so definitely I agree that certain conversations need to be had I'm only more recently um noticing that there are conversations that I'm lacking and it's funny one of the things that like made me kind of notice it or I had to realize how am I supposed to know what I don't know if that makes sense exactly when I went back to said job, I kind of took on a little bit different role. So something else was presented. I like maneuvered and got put into this hybrid role, but I was also adjusting. I left the company before COVID happened. So I'm like adjusting to what they're doing in their protocols post COVID. And like mm-hmm. a lot of things had literally a lot of things had changed overnight. It was like, I was speaking a different language and the supervisor I had, cause I spoke to the director about coming back and we had said something up, but then like the supervisor or whatever, I would say like, hey, can you brief me on blah, 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 bring me up to speed on blase, blase. 
And she kind of just like, oh, it's the same. We're pretty much doing the same. We just have lower volume because of this, or we just do these screenings before anybody's coming to the office. We do, this is our symptom checker in terms of COVID protocols, but everything else, nothing else has changed. Like, you know, how we do, how we acquire consultations don't change, getting clients, recruitment, but we're doing stuff virtual. We, virtual didn't exist when I, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was like, she's telling me things didn't change. I'm like, all right. And then she ends it with, I'm here for whatever you need. Like if there's something you have a question on, just let me know. <laughs> she said that to me three, three different, then I didn't uh, have like maybe follow-up questions. And that mm-hmm. was kind of like her response of, oh, it's this and this and this. And like, she just gave me like a quick, like crash mm-hmm. course, rather than really letting me know what's on the, you know, what's, what it's about. Yeah. And then always ending it. If you have any other questions, just let me know. Or if you're confused by anything, just let me know. The third mm-hmm. time is when I realized how do I know I'm confused? Like, how do I know what to ask you if I don't know about it? How do I know this exists? I don't know to ask you because I literally don't know about it. Fill me in. You know what I need to know. You fill me in. I don't know what I need to know. Right. So that's when I realized, I was like, okay, how do you know you don't know something? Like, how do you know this in your childhood is not what, what is how it's presenting? How do you know why you had communication issues or why you're this way that way that may have led to like maritable breakdown you know what I mean so this is just a thought that I've been having over the last two years where it's like I kind of was having those thoughts a little bit but it really got honed in the last couple months because of my going back to that job where it's like okay parts of it was familiar but so many parts of it were not Mm -hmm. and because I felt like I was in this like little unknown bubble because one they had some turnover they had some new employees and then they had made some changes so then now I feel like the outsider and I'm trying to knock on the door and say let me inside and you're like just come on in let me know make yourself comfortable let me know what you need I don't know what I need (laughs) so that's when like when I realized that's a good analogy that I like I translate it into my life of like you're talking about some oh 2020 you're mad the pandemic like halted your dating life you don't know what you need did you do you even know what went wrong like you know what I mean after like a decade of being you know what I mean like you don't know what you need like you were so quick to jump back out there is it more for the physical the chemistry feeling attractive just feeling like you still got it but are you like dating with intention like when it comes time to it what has changed literally like what has changed and what are you bringing to the table so that you can be a better partner Mm. so that's when I was like oh little girl you wanted to talk to somebody little girl you going to talk to your little girl self so that you could be a good big girl self <laughs> yeah I, my little girl need to go talk to somebody that little girl inside of me <laughs> yeah that's 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 real that's real but I mean the fact that you even know that is half the battle like seriously appreciate it i'm still bullshitting about going but appreciate it (laughs) nah we leveling up 2021 um but yeah i i'm gonna step in the door i'm gonna get there yeah yeah baby i mean baby steps baby steps you just gotta first just like look to see like what your insurance covers then you know look for Oh, please. Uh, <laughs> which tip, if you can find someone that has their own private practice, they're probably more likely to like work with you as far as like a payment plan or like some type of arrangement with scaling your, your um, premium or whatever, maybe based on your income or something like that just a hint for anyone that might be at the beginning stages and trying to see where to where to go with that because it is it is not cheap but well worth the investment i was gonna say the value of what you get out of it yeah because when i when i started i was not making a lot of money it it was and uh, (laughs) a chick was broke um but um but i was able to like work something out and you know whatever I was paying out of pocket actually at the time my health insurance didn't actually cover any of it so bullshit yeah I'm really really curious about what you guys think about a today's episode uh (laughs) but b like you're just your thoughts about being open to therapy and seeking a professional 
to to help you through this thing we call life and taking this conversation over to our social media platforms you know instagram twitter definitely want to um keep this conversation going and see how we can help each other i mean we all yeah, just trying I mean, to just figure it out that you're <laughs> give us a, give us some tidbits you see i'm trying to get in the door as well um you know if anybody has any other tidbits or suggestions recommendations on people that you know how to get started recommendations on how to breaking any like hesitations or stigmas that might be wrapped around it mm-hmm. um even just the nitty-gritty of what may be the pivotal point or at what point should someone consider seeking help and and just saying you know i don't know if i can do this growth process alone at what point because it 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 took me a little too long to get here so if there's a (laughs) suggestions or just self-reflections or just we just want to hear we just want to hear um you know your thoughts on it and then just overall and also how you're overcoming like any self-doubt or negative self-speak and fear or feelings of failure you know what i mean how you're how you overcome either getting stuck in the rut or just literally paralyzing yourself to not be the best person that we know that we can be so a lot of feedback but this this turn this went in in the great direction um because it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had these wellness checks within each other and then just like i said breaking any stigmas or just breaking any like hesitancies to have those tough conversations including with a professional right yeah so Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for the constant feedback. We love the engagement. Let's keep it going, you know? Catch us, obviously, on Instagram at Turn 30 Podcast. Um, we love um, chatting with you all on there. If some people are not Instagram friendly, you, know, you can also hop on our Twitter or even just sending us a message on Anchor or through your podcast platform. But I think this is such a great discussion that needs to be had and we just need to continue to uplift each other. So let's do the damn thing. Till next time, guys. Bye. Bye.